You're listening to DraftKings Network. Yeah, baby. Thank you so much for listening to the Cooligans in the first segment. Oh, my God. We talk about a lot. We talk about the USSF election. We talk about the Super Bowl. So some Super Bowl reactions, including mine, which I guarantee you I'm the best dancer that you've seen, <laughs> whether you watch the Super Bowl halftime show or not. And we also talk about what exactly is going on in Manchester City and does Pep even know what players he has? <laughs> also, nobody thinks you can dance. Also, in the second uh-huh. segment, oh, we talk to the absolute legend, Ray Hudson, ah, against a magisterial <laughs> conversation. It was incredible. We talked about American soccer. We talked about the old Miami Fusion days. Uh, and uh, he hit us with the whole thesaurus. Ray Hudson <laughs> is the man. Thank you so much for being on the show. All this and more today on the Cooligans. Hey, guys, this is Tommy McNamara from New York City FC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Enjoy. Yeah, baby. Hey, come on. Oh, what's good, everybody? Can uh, I be wearing enough arsenal? <laughs> can, uh, yeah, can I? I'm, I mean, I'm. Yeah, you've been you've been very uh, very. Uh, I, I, ever since the the Guerrero rant, I feel like there's been a lot of uh, you know you've been wearing a lot of arsenal. Just European, just being like I'm not an enemy. You know, like wearing, oh, no. wearing their is, colors. This is my way of annoying them. You know <laughs> what I mean? I want the Euro snobs to look us up and then be like, damn it. He's doing it again. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, especially after uh, after the weekend, the Arsenal had. I mean, <laughs> for some reason. I'm not gonna steal the quote. Somebody else said it, but it feels like our season just started. <laughs> so, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, we're one and nil. Wenger in forever. Yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, the thing is, is he has barely any control anymore. <laughs> this is what we've all wanted. Leave him over there. It's like it's like you know when your grandfather is losing his mind and he thinks he's in war and you're like oh just until he picks up a gun don't say anything he's enjoying himself yeah, oh look at that just don't take don't take the only thing he has he thinks he's in a bomber <laughs> that's what Arsene Wenger's doing right now he thinks he has control he got nothing oh uh, it's adorable uh, uh, welcome to the show everybody my name is Christian Polanco and my name is Alexis Guerrero uh, and you are listening to the funniest slash gulliest Soccer. soccer podcast in the whole damn world. That's right. That's uh, right, son. What a goddamn gulliest. Uh, and yeah, and also thank you to everybody, uh, especially last week after we dropped the the Tommy Mac Cooligans oh. pizza collab. That's what that's what the street is calling it. <laughs> the street. It's uh, Cooligans X, X Tommy X Pizza. That's right. It's a it's a, that 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 new Supreme launch. Yeah, it's came. a capsule launch. Okay. <laughs> uh, but thank you for we got a lot of uh, we got a. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of uh, a lot of support. Uh, yeah, we the, did. Uh, you know, for for the video, so uh, it it was exciting. Thank you for again. Yeah, just thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, we are here at the Hack and Tack Meridian Health Stage 17, doing it way big. Yeah, I mean, look, if you watch the Tommy video, we're out in pizza places. We're amongst the people in the streets right now. We're in the Hackensack Meridian Health Stage 17, away from everyone, where we belong. <laughs> 17 stories above everyone else. That's right. In our multi-million dollar soundstage, <laughs> looking at all those peasants walking and just all getting the flu, regardless yeah, of whether we, they got the flu we are, shot or not. Yeah, we. I mean, it, it's very, we're very different people when we walk into this room. Oh, yeah. We come into this room, we're just like, get our tea, please. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, I become a different person when there's a free coffee machine. I immediately... <laughs> 
only walk around as if I own the joint because there's a space to get coffee. Michael, do our bidding, please. That's uh, Mr. Coscarelli, <laughs> please go get us coffee. So, uh, yeah, we, you know, we have to, we, we lose our humility as soon as we step in. Uh, but look, I just stopped pretending I haven't. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of people were, uh, and I'm still getting messages from people with photos of their pizza <laughs> underneath. I- Apparently, a lot, a lot of people look underneath their pizza. They're like, "Am I doing this right, Alexis?" <laughs> Somebody was like, "Yo, I asked for well done. Look what happened," and it was just a completely charred pizza. And I'm like. <laughs> Yo, I was I like, saw, I actually did see that. And you that, gotta go get even, your money back. I, I don't know anything about pizza, but I saw that, and I'm just like, well, you just—they just took your money. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't offer you any service or or good. They kind <laughs> of gave you a pizza, but they also did not give you a pizza. But I was like, I think my advice was eat the most edible ones, and then call them and tell them you have photos, and you'll put it on YouTube, on YouTube, on Yelp. It's, yes, it yeah. is. You make—that's how you handle pizzerias. You threaten them if they don't do your pizza correctly. Listen, you know, sometimes in life you have to speak the language of the person across the table. From from you. <laughs> so, I mean, all, all extortion. Pe- Maybe yeah, you all, paid for that pizza. You deserve a pizza. I mean, are, are, are all pizzerias run by the mafia still? I didn't say that. Okay, nobody's saying that. Nobody said asking, anything. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> I'm not making any uh, assumptions or insinuations. The thoughts on this podcast <laughs> produced by Christian Polanco are those solely of Christian Polanco. I need you to know that. <laughs> One day we're just gonna have uh, just a, a, a big mob crew just in the, yeah. the stand, just making sure we don't just sell a, certain pizza. Just a bunch of guys in suits, like with toothpicks, <laughs> <laughs> just waiting to make sure. Uh, but yes, so but a lot of people did uh, enjoy the video, which and thank you for watching. If you haven't wa- seen it, go to our YouTube channel and watch our video. Uh, it means a lot. But but more than anything, people were. Uh, I mean, it, people were very very surprised about how much you knew about pizza, and and <laughs> like again, we joke around about it, and you would make. You know, you would it was t- a proof of concept. Yes. <laughs> it, occasionally during interviews, you would like kind of talk down to some guests who didn't, you know, know about pizza. Right now, but, you know, I'm allowed to. <laughs> but people, and again, people thought like, oh man, Alex is kind of being a dick about this stuff. But then <laughs> they, they see you in your natural habitat, and then and then people were very much like, I they were they were they weren't even thinking about like. Uh, uh, how you were delivering your information anymore? Right, yeah. It was really just about I didn't know <laughs> that this information, that this knowledge, that this this amount of knowledge about pizza existed, and it exists in this one person. Right, <laughs> uh, and I'm happy to say uh, that I'm elated that now you know. Uh, that I'm not just being a dick. I am being a dick, uh, but there's a reason why. There's a there's a wealth of information behind sure. uh, that that tone that I carry, and that is to say, I wish you were all on my level, uh, but you're just not. Get on my level. That's what you will never ever 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 get on my level. What? Um, so shouts to Footy Mob. <laughs> so let's. Uh, I mean, a couple of things. I mean, look, this, I feel like. I mean, for me personally, I don't know. I know the election is coming up this Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, February 10th, which is also interesting. It's interesting that the that the vote is on a Saturday, right? I mean, only because no, because they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be trying to buy them votes Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> only only because the interesting part is that most elections. I mean, when, when we think of American elections, right? They're always on a, they're always on a Tuesday. Right. They're always on 
you don't get the day off. You don't it's get always the day. Yeah. a complex. Some people are like, I can't get there, so right. I'm just not going to vote today. Right. Uh, and 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 look at where we are. Right. And here we are. <laughs> so. And some of that seems like it might be on purpose. <laughs> which, by the way, some of that is happening in this <laughs> election as well. But it's so the, the interesting part is that, that it is on a Saturday, so there is no issue of people not being able to. Well, that's not true. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of representatives, and then representatives have to bring a certain amount of staff, and that equates to how big of a vote you get. Like, there's a lot that's involved. There's a lot of logistically that's involved in getting sort of an even fight for okay. all, all yeah, the people. This, this, for me, this it, it's a little bit confusing because I don't know. It's confusing for it's, everyone. It, it's confusing. I know that. Nobody knows what's I, happening. I know. I, I know. Like, I, I've read, like, who are the people who do vote? It's the, like the youth council, adult council. Uh, like professional, like you know, basically major league soccer, and then I guess like international. I, I'm I'm just guessing at this point, but right. it seems like the people, the higher ups that that run soccer at, at at an international level, USSF, like some people involved in that area, or whatever. So, so it's, it's it's essentially like four groups. I don't know exactly how many. I think it's about five hundred people. Uh, so, but it's still. It's still odd and confusing. I don't like. I don't know. There, there hasn't been anybody that I've even like online or anybody that that says like, "Hey, I am a voter, and these are the things that are important to me." You no, know, like a, like a specific person as, as outside of just like a. There's been groups that say that, but not like a one person. I mean, the only two people that I know that have come across as saying that they're voters are the people that got caught having that dinner. With uh, Kathy Carter and Sunil Gulati and uh, uh, Don Garber, uh, yeah, Which and those, the one dude was interviewed. That got caught. I mean, obviously, yeah, that sounds like a good, uh, healthy voter right there. That well, we you want. know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so far this election is going they're, they're, just the plan. We're clearly not swayed by uh, any kind of influence. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about—the guy who was like, "Hey, we met the woman. Remember him? <laughs> Remember him? He's like, yeah, I heard that woman speak. I'm shocked she knew anything about the sport.' Wait, that? Oh yeah, that was uh, that the, mush the, mouth." The, Meat mouth deli, <laughs> back of a deli wearing a jet sweatshirt. E- Eastern Conference, something. Eastern New York. Eastern New York, yeah, something. Yeah. Or yeah, Eastern that- New Jersey. <laughs> it was just so like, oh, <laughs> that guy's clearly looking for an envelope. You know? <laughs> He's like, yeah, no, I heard the woman they introduced me to speak. Frankly, I never heard a woman speak before. They're not allowed she to speak so in my well, family. <laughs> I mean, I heard her speak. She didn't once ask me if I wanted more Manny Gold. So, you know, I don't know who she was. Maybe she didn't work at the restaurant, you know? Yeah, he's very impressed by yeah. all the progress. Yeah, really. yeah, she told me she went to college. I laughed for the next half hour. Because what college lets in broads, you know? Okay. Would you go on a cheerleading scholarship, honey? I mean, this sounds, guy. This sounds too accurate that I'm like, does Alexis speak like this? He, knows, he seems to know this quite well. Uh, no, but you do forget that I was born and raised in Jersey. So there's just a lot of bus conversations in my head. So, but overall, I just felt like there was not too much going on. There were a couple of preseason games. Uh, oh no! Wait, couple- let's let's talk about the election because like there's a lot still happening. Yeah, we don't know who's going to win. We don't know who's the front runner. Now it's coming out that uh, Carlos uh, Cordero is the uh, potential front runner, which is Sunil's former vice or assistant, the, the, the vice president, yeah, vice president. Mm-hmm. But apparently, he's not the pick. Kathy Carter is the industry pick, right? She's the establishment pick. But apparently, Hope Solo, you know, sometimes you hope for a hero. 
and they just appear. I mean, when Hope Solo walked into this thing, I said, the one thing she's going to do is burn it all to the ground. <laughs> she may have to wrestle it to the ground herself, but she will take everyone down with her. And she tweeted out, this is going back to February 3rd at 9.33 uh, uh, p.m. So that was what, two days ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. a couple days ago, uh, half a week ago. Um, Julie Foudy put... Um, here, let me, let me click on what Julie Foudy put because she's responding to soccer heretic. And if you know, soccer heretic, um, or she was responding to Jer at Jersey, Jonathan, which I guess is another pro rel, um, yeah, yeah. tweeter, uh, pro rel truther, if you will. <laughs> um, he tagged Julie Foudy, Mia Hamm, um, and something else and put wow. So beneath him because soccer heretic wrote Casey Wasserman, who now is even more information is coming out. Casey Wasserman is. Um, a part of uh, related to the Wassermans from the Wasserman group, which is the large um, uh, agency, the, the largest yes, uh, yeah. soccer agency uh, here and in the UK, might I add, Casey Wasserman is reportedly pressuring clients that they should not vote for Kathy, that they should they not vote for Kathy Carter. They will be cut out of future deals such as sponsorships. Mia Hamm, who's now LAFC owner, and Julie Foudy, who you may know from ESPN and formerly of uh, the women's uh, national team, have reportedly have been reportedly applying additional pressure in conjunction, and they hashtagged it NWSL. So Casey Wasserman is reportedly pressuring clients that they either vote for Kathy Carter or else in the future, yo, you're not involved. Yeah. Which is Soc a, a great way to run an election. Which already, like, <laughs> I'm all about this. Like, you know, let's just, my problem is, is we don't get to see this with commercials. Like, we this need, is the we show. Need, we need a reality show yes. of, of the USSF election. I mean, this would be yes. exciting. Somebody needs to be writing articles. This is our version of the Russia collusion thing, <laughs> right? So then so this at Jersey Jonathan uh, put at Julie Foudy and at Mia Hamm. Tags them now. So it's like, yo, I'm That's at it. you, dog. Yeah. Right? But wow, sad beneath them, right? Julie Foudy comes through and says, or maybe you should stop spreading rumors and actually do some of your own digging. It, I would, it would tell you that I have endorsed no one and am listening and take and talking to whoever wishes to chat, which is not really saying, hey, you're wrong. No, saying no. I'm not endorsing anyone isn't saying I'm calling people up <laughs> and I'm the muscle for Casey Wasserman, right? Not tagged, not mentioned, not even, not a whisper of this person's name, but still, Hope Solo hears all, okay? <laughs> yeah, she, she, got, she got a little chirp on yeah, her phone. She heard the Cardi B chirp went off on her phone. <laughs> Went off on her phone and she was like, I'm sorry. Is people talking about corruption? <laughs> she cracked all her knuckles, toe knuckles, the whole nine. She comes through swinging hard body, just burning it all down. You know, remember like the old, what was like in the Bible? It's like, don't take a, don't take a, uh, what is it? Don't take a, um, uh, uh, what's that called when you get a little piece of wood in you? A splinter. Don't take a splinter out with an axe okay. or whatever. She's like, forget the axe. How about a flamethrower <laughs> and a wood chipper? <laughs> she comes through. She tags at Julie Foudy. Also puts the period before it so everybody sees it. So did you not organize a call last week with select, but not all, former players as well as current players and athlete council members advocating for the status quo, Kathy Carter, question mark, hashtag transparency, hashtag change, hashtag well, honesty. I, and it is pretty interesting that uh, Kathy Carter's full name is status quo, Kathy Carter, <laughs> wow, which quo. is like, she should change yeah. it. She well, you know, <laughs> she was, you know, when she got into corporate America, she wasn't always part of corporate America. She's like, should I keep the street name? You know what I mean? Like that was, she was. 
was sagging up yeah, back in the day. Yeah, she was much more relatable as yeah. status quo. Yeah. Credit. I mean, everybody, I was like, y'all know status quo. <laughs> that was the first person uh, to, to tag up on, uh, <laughs> on, that, on that new street post. So uh, the, the interesting thing is that this week, especially before the election, is like that, that final rush, that final push. To, to, to get to get votes and, and to to either shine a light on on some hypocrisy or, or corruption there was another uh, I, I didn't I we, the Jermaine Jones video the, I didn't get to finish watching it I didn't get to see it at all because it, he, he he unlike the last one he deleted this he, one ASAP yeah he didn't uh, leave it post he didn't leave it archived for another 24 hours he just uh, it was immediately uh, well no that's not true because I did watch it after the fact oh then somebody must but have then I went on the train and it just stopped because you have to keep going forward because he was like having dinner or lunch with his kids. Okay, yeah, he, then he deleted it. Yeah, I didn't, uh. I, I didn't see it. But I did hear uh, what some of the things that he said in it. And uh, uh, there were a couple of people that talked about it. Grant Wall was, uh, he was watching. He was like live tweeting the live video, you know? Oh, this uh, is, I love the world we're in. <laughs> I know this technology was not built for this, but I love the fact that this is what we're using it for. This is amazing. This doesn't make you people so happy. Tweet at us right now if you're listening. If it makes you so excited that it's all burning to the ground, but we're getting to watch uh, 280 but characters. The, the last... Uh, the last election was what in 1990, right, or something like that. The last contested election. The last contested yeah, election yeah, yeah. was in yeah. 1990. So we haven't had this in. No, he hasn't been a. He hasn't been the head of it since he, 2000 he, and for 29 three for terms. 28 years. How long has he been there? It might be 2000 and like three or something like that. I don't know. Well, I mean, we we have these computers in front of us, so we could look it up. Well, but maybe I think it was the last contested election. I think each time did he did what, did Galati win? Un, uh, un, like did anybody? Yeah, else no run? one has challenged Galati for. But when he first ran, I don't think no. I think he just volunteered and then just like got in the position. That's what I'm saying. I, maybe I misread this, but uh, I heard that the last contested election, like there hasn't been a vote. There hasn't been this process that we're currently going through right now. It hasn't been this way in about almost 30 years where, where we are like, where, where there's actually a battle b between people and people like talking smack to each other. Yeah. So this in itself is pretty fun and it's, it's exciting and it, it, it adds another element to, to us soccer that we haven't, I mean, frankly, I've never experienced. So it, it makes it a little bit more like a, like a presidential race, like, yeah. a, 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 you know, whatever. So, uh, but there was the Jermaine Jones video also caused the stir. What did he say? Because the, and th th this seems to be the biggest takeaway that uh, when Jermaine Jones came, uh, when he came to MLS and he joined the New England Revolution, there was a uh, an allocation, I guess, an allocation draft or whatever, similar to. Um, yeah, it's like when national team members come, there's yeah, an allocation order to, to see what team they're going to go to. Right. And. Jermaine Jones said on this Instagram live video that Don Garber essentially rigged the draft to make sure that he went to the New England Revolution. And I mean, I don't think that surprises anyone. <laughs> which, which is not crazy. But uh, it's confirmation of what we all know. But everyone is saying that that's not the case. And uh, Brian, Brian Bria Bellello, who is the, the, the president of the uh, New England Revolution, uh, said that they had a little Twitter fight back and forth. Oh, God bless. <laughs> so, so Jermaine Jones, uh, you know, Brian uh, Bellello says, uh, the draw was done via video conference call. Multiple, multiple people were on the call, including me, and witnessed it. And then, you know, and also says, sorry, everyone, the truth is, is usually a lot less fun. And then Jermaine Jones Jr. <laughs> just 
You all you heard, he didn't even type. All you heard was click, click. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to read this in the voice I think Jermaine Jones reads. Because you know he talks sweet, and that's he, what makes it sound so much more menacing. No, this, Jermaine Jones was like, he at Revs Prez, which is Brian Below. He goes, I don't know what call you been on, but the first call only Garber, Rich Modskin, and and me been on. Garber told me, Jermaine, you will not go to Chicago, and you will go to New England. I never been on that conference call. You been on? That's weird. And I'm the player, right? So that's damn. That's Jermaine. <laughs> I don't know what tone he exactly like. That's how I read it, and I'm pretty sure that's how Jermaine Jones said it. But when you when you know you're reading a, a tweet, you're like, you who knows? This, this is love and hip hop <laughs> in the era in the MLS era. Some people are suggesting that this time that, that the issue is really the timeline that Jermaine Jones got this phone call after this draw was done. Could be, which is totally rational. This is totally possible. <laughs> and I love the idea of Jermaine Jones still flipping out, being like, "This is not a, be. This is a conspiracy, son." <laughs> yeah. How come I didn't find out until after the draw? Check like, the receipts. Yeah. No, but you you just said after <laughs> the draw. This is the Nunez memo. So I love. <laughs> this is great. Uh, so look, this is it's 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 we're recording this on Tuesday. It's already uh, it, we're a couple days away. I know. I'm so sad that it's coming because like this is so this <laughs> this is the best so, yeah, off season all, ever. All I can recommend is just keep Twitter open, man. Yes, just stay on there because there's a lot yes. going on. Also, can we just say to our fans? If something is happening on Jermaine Jones and or Hope Solo or anyone else's Instagram live, you need to tag us. <laughs> exactly. Not, I mean, we may not talk about it. Well, thank you. We may not talk about it, but we just want to be entertained. Okay. <laughs> yo, yeah. We're like, we're on this ride with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> also, can Hope Solo start a Patreon, yo? Like, can we donate so you could just bring everyone else down with you? And I will reiterate, if Jermaine Jones ever gets that radio show, Hope Solo needs to be his, his, uh, his, uh, his, uh, co-host that would be the most atrocious thing i mean to no. ever happen to american soccer i mean it, it's gonna be hope solo show and jermaine jones will be the co-host oh god <laughs> that infighting would be amazing uh so look yeah it, it, it's um it's been it's been pretty entertaining and uh look what we're, we're gonna find out next week's show where i mean it's gonna be exciting because i don't know that some people also are suggesting that there's not gonna be i, I forgot the percentage of the votes that the that the winner needs to have uh, to be considered the winner, right. but I, I I'm kind of feeling like that we're not going to have a winner this weekend. Well, no, they do a second round immediately after, don't they? Oh, okay, so I don't know when when do they decide it. Yeah, I don't know. If I think it. I think this is. I think all right. So like, there's a couple ways to look at it. If people are calling up and pressuring to vote for Kathy Carter, I think the powers that be assume she's not going to win, and that's why the pressure begins. Yeah. Because if she was running away with it, there wouldn't be no pressure. You know what I mean? Um, so you could look at it that way and kind of maybe have confidence. If you don't want Kathy Carter to win, if you want Kathy Carter to win, maybe you have the confidence that people are calling around muscling for that. <laughs> if this is all true, again, this is all allegedly. Um, but I think the hope is, from what I've heard, um, is that if there's enough of a draw, then there's, which happened in the FIFA. Remember, like, um, everyone came out of the room and Sunil Gulati started to, like, network more votes okay. for the US, right? There's promises you can give. There's uh there's consolations you can make to try to draw in other parts. Just leave a giant stack of money on their table. I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> see it if you don't see it, you know what I mean? Uh, it was there, maybe it's not there anymore when I turn around. Uh but I think a lot of people are now saying that either Winalda and or um uh Martino 
if one of them see themselves losing and the other one is winning, the one will concede. they'll well, well they'll oh, concede, they'll but they'll they'll draw all of their support. They'll suggest their support go to the other side. Yeah, yeah. So that okay. it looks like they're working in conjunction. There's just a lot of muscling going on. Yeah, do you know? And I, I think, do you know what happier. time the vote is? I actually don't know what time. I don't know, but happens. I I know the Arsenal game is at seven thirty in the morning, so I'll be up for that on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, there's an update before you okay. know. I so, have anything. So we'll see. Well, hopefully, my, my I I guess I I had the uh, illusion that like if they if no winners decided in that first round that like they do it like the next day or another no day i after. think they do it that they just stay i think there. they i think it's like a couple hours later i okay. think there's enough for like people to uh talk to each other so we'll see i mean who knows uh who's gonna end up victorious but it, it is one of those things that even even jermaine jones was uh suggesting in his video as well like that we shouldn't vote for essentially status quo like the, just the same kind of candidate so that that us soccer shouldn't be run like a family business that so he he made that point as well yeah uh and he's he's very anti he's very anti establishment and he doesn't want the, the the same people who are running he seems like a Winalda guy the way he the way he speaks i mean the rhetoric i don't know if he has one but i know he's anti one person <laughs> you know okay so uh let's talk about a couple other things uh, that were excited. Well, let's talk about the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl yeah. happened. Uh, let's uh, let's go to that. Uh, and here we have a nice little photo of yeah. uh, Julie Ertz and uh, and some guy. And how brave of that man to play a Super Bowl while his national team and uh, world champion wife yeah. uh, played at some point. You know, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. What a dumb comment by who was that? <laughs> was that Isola? I think that was Frank Isola. Somebody said that. I don't know. Who said how it. brave of Julie Ertz to play for the national team while her husband's in the playoffs. Son. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nutmeg News, I think, or Nutmeg, whatever it was, put. Uh, National uh, world champion, uh, husband of world champion, uh, wins regional trophy. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Salute. Uh, did it? What? How, what did you think of the Super Bowl? It was actually an exciting football game. Um, I, you know, normally uh, championship games aren't that exciting. Yeah, I wasn't sure who to root for. I was hoping the Patriots would win, who I hate. But I was only because I hate. As a Giants fan, I hate the Eagles more. And the Giants are the only ones who've beaten the Patriots twice, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we could still kind of talk shit. But it was kind of fun <laughs> to watch. And it was great to watch um, the fans hope solo the city of Philadelphia after the game. Yeah. <laughs> was, one thing that was interesting, that, uh, and this happens every Super Bowl, is the comparisons between... Uh, how many people watch the Super Bowl and how many people watch the World Cup? Every time. And Every it's always time. more for the for the it's, World Cup. Uh, oh, obviously, it's Come like on. a billion people that watch Son, the Super You World. ain't even close, dog. But this, uh, I think it was, what is 100 million people watched the Super Bowl? Yeah. And as I was, uh, when I heard that number, and then they're making all the comparisons, I also, didn't more people watch the Women's World Cup than the Super Bowl? Am I wrong? <laughs> I think so. So I'm like... This is Julie Arts. I'm like, you're doing this guy a favor. I know. <laughs> Thank you for helping promote the sport of the NFL, which clearly needs the promotion right at this moment. Um, but the game, yeah, I, I did think the game wasn't entertaining. And there were the, you know, we, I, I, we, this, this year with, with, with the NFL, I haven't really watched it much. You Me know, neither. I was definitely, I, look, the Super Bowl is like one of those things where you're like, I, I, I look, I'm on Team Kaepernick. Right, right, but it's just like the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl, right? I know, <laughs> just kneel the whole time the game is on. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. That's what I. Do, right? <laughs> um, but uh, what 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 point was I trying to make? Uh, 
It's great for the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just lost track uh, what I was going to say. Anyway, no. So I was going to make another point. Uh, but the, the the so the comparison between uh, the Super Bowl and the Women's World Cup, they, I, I, I th- I'm almost wasn't it 400 million that watched the the Women's World Cup? I, I don't know. I, you could have told me this ahead of time. I would have looked it up. No, I, I forgot how much it was. But anyway, uh, yeah. So the the. Julie Ertz, I feel like she has a like. There were a lot of there were just a lot of sweet moments uh, watching them. Where like the picture that's behind us is of them kissing. There were a lot, they made a lot of videos and things like that. But the five hundred fifty five point six million people tuned in to the women's World to Cup. the women's World Cup. Yeah, this is so. This it's so wildly. I mean, like, people is. talk about NFL this, NFL that, and like and, and soccer's corny and all yeah. this other stuff. But it's just like. Even the women's game is more watched than the Super Bowl. It's like being the best, like the coolest kid in your high school, <laughs> the <laughs> NFL. And they're like, have you seen colleges? Like, <laughs> have you seen the rest of the world? So it's just the, 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 the condescension, like me, it's almost, it's losing any of its, its gravitas. Right, you know for I mean? sure. Uh, but even though we don't care about the NFL, a lot of major league soccer players do because they're, you know, they, they come from a lot of these, uh, yeah, they're from these cities or or maybe they have friends and family that play on the team or whatever. Uh, but so I was, uh, I was watching some, uh, some MLS players kind of react to, to the, the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, Uh, and this was, this was a really fun one. This was, um, Zach Valentin watching the Super Bowl. Get him. Oh no! Oh no, he's throwing it! Oh, my fuck. <laughs> so that's it. That's, that was Zarek Valentin. If you were listening, he just fell to the ground and waited. And then as he gets up, he just yells, oh, my fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably the nicest thing any Philly fan said uh, yeah. right after that win. So I, I didn't know. I don't know exactly where Zarek Valentin is from. I imagine he's from uh, Philadelphia. He plays he plays for uh, the Portland Timbers. He's yeah. a uh, defender there. He's great uh, for them. Uh, so it was just cool to see, you know, like just to see Major League Soccer players care the way we all do. Yeah. Uh, it's a, like it's a great sporting event, you know, the Super Bowl, even yeah. if you don't have a team to root for. Uh, and there were there were a lot of these. I mean, I, I know like uh, my, my brother, we, I was watching the game. I was watching the game in Newark with, uh, with hey. my brother. And uh, and he was. It's Newark, by the way. N O R K. New Newark, Newark. Oh, yeah, you were. In, oh, you were in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so that my, and and his uh, his wife was filming him react to the game because he he didn't want he didn't want the Patriots to win. He's not an Eagles fan. He's a Giants fan also. Yeah. But but there were a lot of these videos just across the internet of just people watching watching the games, like watching your dad yeah. react to the game. And he was just, yeah, he was just losing his mind and just hoping that the, the Patriots didn't win. Did you see there was like a 105-year-old guy at the stadium? There was like some really old dude. Yeah, I think he was 99. Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. He's going to be very insulted if you get his age correctly. <laughs> He's like, how dare it? Also, when they won, they panned. You don't ask a, 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 a centenarian. 
there. <laughs> His age, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Very rude. Um, but, like, when they won, he was just sitting there staring. He has no idea what's happening. <laughs> Why would you bring him to the stadium? Yeah, he still thinks he's in the war. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with Arsene Wenger. He's probably just like, who are all these black people? <laughs> he has no idea what's game, happening. The game has just changed so dramatically. <laughs> Since I started paying attention. Uh, so, yeah, Super Bowl was, uh, was entertaining. I, 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 was, I was joking around about the, the halftime show that, you know, I think we, we talked about this last year during the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's like, why, how, come, how come there's no pageantry and no big show during the, the, during the MLS Cup? There should be. Should be a little little show. I mean, it doesn't have to be uh, like what? Justin Timberlake apparently paid like, what is it, $50,000, $100,000 to perform? You pay to perform. Yeah. Because it's that, such a large number of people that are watching. I mean, you I make would, the money back. I would, I'd pay to perform on the Women's World Cup if I were you. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, you pay to perform. So there's like all this, like they do it up. You know what I mean? I mean, he had a hologram of, uh, you know, of uh, what's his face? Prince. A prince. Come on now. It wasn't. Well, Why can't we get? Well, apparently he wouldn't do the hologram because his estate said he would have been against it because it's demonic. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the prince is drawing. He's lines a big. Uh, <laughs> he's a big uh, Jehovah's Witness prince. Okay, well, he was a little, he was a small man. It was very small. It was, it was a big hair, hair-wise, though, very big. <laughs> very petite Jehovah's yeah. Witness. And might I add, I want to put this on record, I'm a better dancer than Justin Timberlake. <laughs> that needs to be out there. No one in my Don't, Super Bowl I, party you, I was invited to, believe me. There's no way you could make that claim. I am 100%. You could ask my wife. Can you, all right, <laughs> can, can we get some kind of routine that you can do that maybe Justin Timberlake, maybe Justin Timberlake, the, 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 the routine of one of the songs that Justin Timberlake did. Yeah, I'm not going to do all of it. I don't have anywhere near the stamina <laughs> that so he wait, has. I was, honestly, I was watching, I'm like, that boy could dance for a while. But just because you could dance for a long time doesn't mean you're better. And here's what I want you to do. If I do ever post it, which I probably won't, and I probably won't do this at all, but if I ever do, you need to rate me against the way he dances, not his background dancers. Those people are very talented. <laughs> Him, he's been skating for a what? long time on just shoulder movements. Based on based on body type alone, I think How I, dare you? Hold on. Based on body type alone, I think I... I could make I I could make that claim about being a better dancer than Justin Timberlake and and people might believe it but you saying it is is just insane. It makes no sense that you could be that wildly How confident. dare you use this <laughs> hypothetical other people to body shame me? I want to I, I want to see it. I, I don't know if you, people are hearing it but I want to see it. I want everyone to know <laughs> on this podcast. I have not lied to you people. I told you I know a lot about I, pizza can we, and your boy does. Can we do I am a much <laughs> Better dancer. At at best, at at worst, I should say, I am just as good. I say as Justin I say we do the routine that the <laughs> that Eli Manning and Odell Beckham Jr. did during the Super Bowl commercial. I will drop you I, on purpose. <laughs> you pick me up like in dirty dancing. I would I would totally be on board for that. Everyone needs to know this on this <laughs> podcast. Everyone I don't care with the memes that come out of this. Or maybe I don't care the shaming. <laughs> maybe I'm the one at the bottom that's lifting you up. <laughs> oh boy, can we get a rig around your your uh, your soon to collapse spine? Everyone needs to know. I don't care the jokes, the memes, the videos, the the photoshopping. I don't care. I don't care what SoCal Andrew says from his uh, from his crisscross boat down in Southern California. I don't care. I am telling you. I promise you on everything I know and love. I am a just as good, if not better dancer wow. than Justin Timberlake. Okay. All right. You heard it here first. 
Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it, it sounds like lies, yeah. but, <laughs> but we'll see. I mean, there's only one way to prove it. And uh, also, the lack of support <laughs> and trust from my podcast partner, <laughs> who also may go on the record, fat shame me through a group of people that don't exist. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get back to the real football. Uh, next up, so we talked about Jack Harrison last week. And this was, uh, and you know, he, he he signed with Manchester City and it got loaned to, to Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. It was a whole big issue. Uh, you know, NYCFC wanted the majority of the transfer money, so they look they they finagled this deal, all right. Yeah. And everything, everybody's fine with it. Most people. Are- well, I don't know if you heard. The rumor is that Julie Foudy called. Uh, yes. Tom Garber yeah. was like, you better. <laughs> According to Hope Solo, I'm not, you know. I mean, and she's, uh, and she, all, she only spits facts. Yeah. Um, but this was, this made me laugh uh, so much. And some people thought this might be offensive. Pep Guardiola, did you see this video, Pep? Yeah, they asked them about they it. They asked Pep about Jack Harrison. And, and he said and props who? To, I, I, for, I forgot the guy who asked, uh, but props to him for even asking the question. Yeah. Because uh, I, I. I don't know if I, he might he might have been American. I don't know. Um, but this is Pep Guardiola reacting and responding to uh, a reporter asking him about the signing of Jack Harrison. Hi, Pep. How important was it to keep Jack Harrison in the city football group? Hmm? Jack Harrison, who you signed from New York City. Oh. And is he a player that you think can compete for a uh, first team spot in preseason? Well, it's going to be loan, I think so, in that moment. And you're going to see at the end of the season. So in the preseason, in, in, in a lot of players will be uh, a lot. Most of the players will be in the World Cup. So I don't know how many players will be available to make the preseason. And after going to decide, that maybe, of course, our players for New York. Maybe he comes to. So I don't know. In that moment, I'm not thinking about. I have a little bit idea about the players going to join us here in the states, but we're going to see in that moment. So. He basically was like, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like your, your your girl's like." So you made those reservations for tonight? <laughs> <laughs> so why are you even asking? You, I mean, it's insulting that you even asking me about that. <laughs> I know you're just confirming, but it you said it in a tone as if you don't believe me. So I'm gonna go in the other room and I'm gonna call a good friend of mine. <laughs> And I'm going to talk about that exact reservation. <laughs> because I'm quite flustered about <laughs> yeah. this whole situation. It's making me rethink this whole relationship. <laughs> Honestly. In fact, if I were you, I would go to the other side of the room so you don't hear my conversation. And think about what you just did. <laughs> and, uh, it really made me laugh so much. I, and some people thought this was like disrespectful from Pep. but uh, He also like, almost started laughing through yeah. it. Because, I mean, he's in the middle of a, of a, I mean, a championship season. Yeah, uh, Champions League is about to come up. And it just, I, as soon as he said, uh, you know, he asked him about Jack Harrison, he was like, who? Like, yeah. the, the level of, I mean, it's one of those um, d- wildly, like, disrespectful, <laughs> yeah. like, when somebody is talks about somebody else that they don't care about. It's like, you do know them, but you, you just, do know them, but you're, like, you're trying to throw shade. Yo, who are you talking about? I've never heard of him, dog. <laughs> never, like, never even... <laughs> Nah. nah, it's like someone's like, "Oh, did you see Copenhagen's video?" What? I don't know what you're talking about. Never seen. Is that a, like a what is that like a show? No. Nah. How much you pay for that cup? What did you tell me? <laughs> so it made me laugh so so much because it really you you see how unorganized and unclear MLS rules are, where they're like, 
they're they're working with their sister club. Is it though, or is it just like they uh, city group city football group is a conglomerate that's just they're literally moving pieces of paper from one file to another. <laughs> they're you know dragging files from one folder to another. It's the same computer. But it, it city was, football group is their own single entity. Yeah, that's yeah. A, but it was a very public thing, right? Jack Harrison signing. He 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 did go to Manchester to do to to sign with the team. Uh, it was a very uh, proper sort of looking. Mix Discarude posted his time with the <laughs> but, team. But Jack Harrison actually got to go inside the building That's and true, not yeah. just in the training. Mix Discarude had to wear an Umbro scarf. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even, he's like, could we get one in the color Manchester City? Manchester yeah. City's in the background, like, nah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we got a, we got like a, a Crayola marker. Yeah, that you just put some blue on. I mean, how about we take a picture of you in a city? <laughs> huh? Oh, <okay>. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> Congratulations. Close enough. <laughs> Uh, but it, it did make me feel. It made me laugh at, at, at just like that. That they did this very public signing of this player, and and the manager of the team just has no idea who you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> and which shows, I mean, the level of yeah, like you said, CF, CFG is like could be just this big corporation, this conglomerate where like there's all, all these levels. They don't even tell Pep what's going on. Pep was like, I'm just look. I'm just I I sit here. I get mad at Raheem Sterling when he misses goals, and then and then I go back to the That's locker it. room. <laughs> I hug Jesus, <laughs> and then I go to the locker room. I don't know. So he has a job to do, and worrying about major league soccer players that are coming to the league, uh, to, to the Premier League, is not one of the things that that's a not very important thing. And I I did enjoy. Him saying like, oh, the the preseason, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what players are going to be available to me. He's like, bro, you don't know who he's talking about. Remember he said this weekend that he didn't have enough players for his bench for this next match coming up. Okay. He says he only has six substitutes. Well, I know two. You sign Mix and Jack, <laughs> baby. Get him in there. Get him in there, right? They need some. Mix is like, I mean, you guys just need coffee? Can I get you some Lucasades? Or I whatever just, they call I those gator I just want to Snapchat with some of the players. Yeah. That'd, that'd be cool for my... Could for one my, of them just like tag me in an IG story? Just my to brand. My, yeah. My brand. I'm trying Pop. to... I got like 13,000 hats at home. <laughs> no one's buying these hats. <laughs> just a wild... Uh, uh, just I, I look. It just makes it so entertaining and and more. Uh, uh, just like these fun moments that that I have these connections with Major League Soccer. That that you know, I hope I just again. It's one of those things that I'm like I wish. This is like a, such a funny moment to me that th this should be like a a not top ten on yeah. like ESPN. Like it's just hilarious that he doesn't know the play that just it's never going to happen so it's a not top 10 on the cooligans okay <laughs> anyway plus we don't need a we don't need a co-sign from espn don't worry about it go back to talking about hockey please we'll be all right espn i would love a co-sign hook <laughs> <laughs> me up man i don't need it i don't need it but i mean if you're gonna throw one our way i'll take it um so we're uh, we're gonna wrap up this segment because we're very very excited about uh our our guests oh yeah before we do for everyone listening, you're not going to see anything. So go to our YouTube once this video drops and check this out. We have been asked for the fans. I brought up after Christmas, I received a gift, a gift from my yes, sister. Yes. The squad player for, for <laughs> Arsenal, <laughs> number 81. A couple of weeks ago, yes. It's true, and yeah. I want to show everyone. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be off mic, so why don't you talk? Okay, so uh, elect I mean, you can hold on to the mic if you want to. I mean, I could. I guess I could do this, but then how am I going to take my jacket off? So first... The, oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Guerreros, number 81. But then the embarrassment <laughs> the of the Europa patch this exists. Is, I got to say, this is a nice kit. It's the official one. Feel that. This is a nice. It feels nice. Uh, 
This, do they normally have this on the? Record? I gotta be honest. I don't know. I don't think so. They should also. I mean, look. You you could see how tight it's fit over here. You could make out where my belly button is. Come on, guys. <laughs> if you're selling it in double XL, stop assuming it's a guy with abs. It's not. <laughs> make it wider. It's just European people are are not built like you. No, you like know what it is? Is that they just don't take into account dancers' bodies, <laughs> who are better than Justin Timberlake. I guarantee it, <laughs> dude. I will eat. If I'm not, at one point, we're going to post a video of me dancing. I might even do the routine from the Super Bowl. I might download that video. <laughs> not the whole thing. I'll do a part of it, maybe like seven steps. I'll, but I guarantee you, if the vote comes in that I'm not better, I will eat a pizza, a slice of pizza with pineapple on it. How's that sound? What? <laughs> I mean, you're getting yourself, you're putting yourself under way too much pressure. No, there's no pressure. I would, I would, can, I would prefer, maybe the fans would prefer you to do like a magic mic routine, you know, a little bit, something a little bit sexier. Oh, your boy's not taking a shirt off. <laughs> I mean, that stuff lives on the internet forever. <laughs> Come on, you're not ashamed of your body. You just said you I'm not ashamed, to- but I also don't want to scare children for the rest of our lives. <laughs> One day, if I ever have a kid or if my nephew gets old enough to give a shit about what I do and he looks it up and he's like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, why, 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 why are you wearing that suit of a melted candle? Oh no, that's your body. <laughs> uh, which would be a very clever thing for your nephew to say. I, I think well, uh, he's got my blood. <laughs> so, well, thank you for bringing your, uh, for your Guerrero's 81. Well, kit. people, I said, if you want to see it, let me know. And people said they wanted to see it. So okay. You, you, I mean, you were very against it before, before I said I would never wear it, but uh, whatever, <laughs> but here we are. Also, maybe it's laundry day. Who yeah. knows? You also <laughs> said you wouldn't eat uh, a pizza with pineapple and now you just put you, you know, put no, I say it's disgusting because I've eaten it before. I've had okay, to okay. have tried it, but I said I would never eat it again, but that's how confident I am that I'm a much better dancer. Okay. There it is. If I'm not as good <laughs> or if not better. Okay. Like, I and would- actually we need to both do that routine. Because I, you suggested that you saying you're a better dancer because of your body type. <laughs> I don't, but I didn't. I, no, again, no, no, no. I didn't you say threw I yourself. was a better no, dancer. No, no, no. You threw yourself in the mix. Mind. Hold on. You threw yourself in the mix, Soylent Boy. I so. do not mind dancing. <laughs> I have no issue dancing. I'm just saying I know that I'm not a better dancer than Justin Timberlake. That's all I'm saying. And you're <laughs> saying that you are. But if it was reversed and I said that I think I'm a better dancer than Justin Timberlake, I feel like the, the listeners and viewers would be like, okay. <laughs> Let, let's see what he has. You need to prove it. <laughs> you need to prove it. At some point, we will do but this. When, I don't know when, but when you and do, I don't know how. When you say it, people are like, well, no, Alexis is wrong. I just don't, I do not believe that. You he know what? I feel like maybe the fans have more confidence <laughs> in me than apparently you and everyone at that Super Bowl party. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. All right. So I want to remind everyone, and my wife can confirm this, and please post a comment in the YouTube video <laughs> that I beat in a dance battle on my honeymoon. A professional dancer from Jamaica. From, from Jamaica. That's yeah. That, yeah. That, that that extra detail really changes. Uh, well, because this was in Jamaica. Okay. So it's no, important. All right. I could, I could care less about your, your Pony River dancing. Pony River. Pony Bank. <laughs> your boy wins it all. Let's go to our second segment because we are talking to an absolute legend. We're so damn excited that he's on the show. Uh, Ray Hudson. I think this conversation is going to be magisterial. This is going to be great. So next up, we're going to be talking to Ray Hudson right after this. Thank you so much for listening to The Cooligans. Listen, that Ray Hudson interview is coming right up. But first, we got to talk to you about the sponsor of that video that you probably watched. Watch it again. Tell all your friends to watch. We took... 
I really, I took you and Tommy McNamara okay, well, on a pizza I mean, tour. You, you took, I mean, we both, you know, we both were there. What did you do that day? You barely even <laughs> ate pizza. I ate the pizza. <laughs> I made, a, I asked Tommy a couple questions. <laughs> I carried his bags. Yeah, you did do that. You got his coffee. Uh, whatever he wanted, we both were willing to get. But it was a great video. We got a chance to take Tommy McNamara to go eat pizza in two incredible pizza places. And at the last stop, he tried a little bit of the Mike's Hot Honey on the special pan pizza, and you freaked out as well. He was going nuts. He loved it. Yeah, I enjoyed it very much. Honey on pizza, that's crazy. But it's not just honey, it's hot honey. Uh, it was developed by Mike here in Brook oh, well, here in New York City, in a kitchen and a pizza shop in Brooklyn. And now this thing is gone. It's exploded all over the place. Everybody who eats pizza wants to put this stuff on it. I know you do. Some of our fans have reached out about where to buy it. All you have to do is go to Mike'sHotHoney.com. And if you put in hot cooligans, all one word, you probably think it all the time. I mean, you know. I mean, yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's what people call us down the street. Just picture how warm we're both going to be after we beat Justin Timberlake in a dance battle. <laughs> Just so hot, right? Hot cooligans, all one word. That's H-O-T-C-O-O-L-I-G-A-N-S. Put that in, and you're not just going to get 20% off Mike's Hot Honey. You're going to get 20% off your entire order. That's, uh, I mean, you, so you can get multiple honeys? So you can get all types of get Mike's Hot honeys. Honey. You can get mad honeys. Mad honey. I mean, look, <laughs> we're definitely going to do that after we beat Justin Timberlake in a dance battle, but we're going to have to push them all off because we're both very committed, monogamous individuals. But all you have to know is if you go to Mike'sHotHoney.com and you put in Hot Cooligans as your promo code, you're going to get 20% off the entire order. Don't thank us. Thank Mike from Mike's Hot Honey. Hi, this is Mike Coscarelli from Anxiety Now. And Andrea Allen from the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. We just launched the brand new OG Podcast Network and wanted to let you know that you can hear ours and other great shows by going to ogpodcastnetwork.com. Also, be sure to follow the network on social media to keep up to date with new shows, videos, and live events. That's at OG Podcasts on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can subscribe to your favorite OG podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, boy. Oh, we're back, baby. We are back, and this is uh, such a pleasure. So, so exciting for us. This uh, is super exciting. I am I know personally, this was, we posted on Twitter a while ago, Dream Gets for yes. interviews, and at the top of the list was this man right here. <laughs> yeah. If the, you I, are a fan of soccer in Miami, and you have been for a long time, you remember this man dearly. If you are a fan of watching uh, Lionel Messi goals, yeah. uh, you are a fan of this man, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, from BN Sport, the one, the only, unless you're driving, put your hand, and you know what, if you are driving, pull over and put <laughs> your hands together for the one, the only, Ray Hudson, everybody! Ray, hello, thank you for being on the show, Ray. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thanks to be here, lads. Uh, what do I call you? Do I just call you hooligans or what? Uh, you could say the cooligans. You could say my name is Alexis and that's Christian. Um, now we just, I guess probably first question for you is, it looks like MLS is back in Miami or will soon be. How big of a deal is this for you? For those fans of MLS of long time ago may remember that, you know, MLS in Miami, there was a very short window where it was successful and you were a big part of that. How does that feel for you seeing it coming back? Yeah, it's it's real exciting for everybody that loves the game. Um, you know, the the parents, the kids are going to be able to go and get the game day experience, which is nothing like it. I mean, televised sports is something special, especially when you're watching the likes of the the, the world class players we have on being sports. Um, you know, that's something that something very special in its own way. But 
But going to a match uh, with your lads and the lasses and with a date or with your, 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 your parents, with your, with your kids, there's nothing like it. Um, and the, the quality of the game is going to be uh, enhanced by MLS. Uh, it's, it's a different game altogether compared to how we used to play at the Fusion. I still believe we played some of the best football that MLS has ever seen. And I think our, not just our record, but our style backs that up. They were great days. Uh, the long gone and MLS is nothing like what it was in those days the whole structure of the league is different the players the coaching the, the exposure everything's better um, quantifiably better um, and now we've got it here in Miami with the Beckham organization so the good people the certainly passionate people which I love that aspect of it these aren't you know tailor-made suits that made the money out of you know telescopes or <laughs> whatever, and got all this money and said, let's have a soccer team for the financial game. These people are there because they love the game. Um, obviously, they look at it as, a, as an investment as well, but at the heart of the heart of this club, it seems uh, categorically that these are passionate owners, and uh, let's just all hope that they hit all the moving targets here um, in, my, in the South Florida area, and the tri-county area, not just Miami, but the tri-county area, and make a real good success of it. But all the pieces are in place. It ain't going to be easy. Okay. So uh, one thing I was curious about was the... Uh, one thing I was curious about was the... I, I had recently watched a... Uh, the, uh, Major League Soccer, they did a... Uh, uh, sort of a docu documentary piece on the Miami Fusion, the 2010 Miami Fusion, yeah, yeah. a couple years ago. And so, I, and I just saw this video recently. I was not personally following Major League Soccer at the time, but when I watched this video, uh, I really felt like the, the, there was. I, I, I felt bad because I felt like I missed a moment in history uh, to watch this incredible team. And I saw you talking about. Uh, the the fusion in such a passionate way it was, it, you were getting sentimental but what was the the experience and what what was it what did it mean to you and what does it mean to you now uh, having coached the Miami Fusion and and and, and eventually seeing the team uh, you know uh, uh, fold. Sure, it was one of the proudest um, passages of my life, guys. This is my town. I, I know I sound English, but I'm, 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 I'm really an American at heart. I came here when I was just 21 years old. Uh, I'm 62 now. Um, so the majority of my life has been in Fort Lauderdale, in the Miami area. This is where I grew up as, as, a, as a person that I am. Um, but obviously I was molded in, in England. I consider myself very much of an American as much as I, I am an Englishman. Um, and to represent my, 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 my little part of the world was a great, great challenge and it was a, a, a true privilege and a pleasure. And we did fantastic things. And you're right, that documentary showed the heartbreak of what the fans, the players. We had players that were absolutely devastated when the plug was pulled, especially when we were flying so high. Doug Hamilton, rest in peace, the general manager, myself, and Ken Horowitz, the owner, who was slowly coming round after he'd had disastrous years in the early formation of the club, started to 
get it, started to realize what it takes to bring these knowledgeable people, these knowledgeable soccer fans into the stadium and give them what they wanted, entertaining, attacking football. And we did it uh, over a very short period of time. And when we were dropped through the, 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 the floor, which is what it was, so suddenly and so terribly, it was devastating. Um, a lot of the players went on to great things. Um, some of them didn't. Uh, the team was disbanded, and it was heartache everywhere. And it's not, you know, putting it up as anything less than what it was. It was devastating because we were the best. We didn't win it that year. The team that beat us in the double overtime, San Jose Earthquakes, with Landon Donovan, who had just come from the United States, they they went on after beating us in that double overtime to win it um, in, in the final. But we were that far away from from getting to the final. And that's, that's football. We accepted it. The, the, the better team went on, fair enough. But then we were put in a grave. We were dead. And that was absolutely bewildering, devastating, and astonishing. Um, but a new dawn's on the horizon now, guys. You know, um, there's a lot of bridges that need to be rebuilt with MLS in this community, in this area. Um, but I'm really hopeful that the, 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 the people in charge now recognize it and will build those bridges even stronger and better now. So they were great days with the fusion as a, as a coach. I had a brilliant set of uh, uh, players that were, that were full of personality and, um, you know, everybody that saw that team absolutely loved it and for good reason, but onwards and upwards. Um, Ray, for someone who, as an Englishman, even though you've lived in the U.S. for a long time um, and in South Florida, and by the way, your South Florida accent is coming through very clear. Uh, <laughs> even though you, you, even though you've lived here for a long time, you know you probably still root for the Three Lions. There's been moments where uh, you know the Three Lions have failed or haven't qualified for the World Cup. For many of us American soccer fans, this is the first time in our life that we haven't qualified for the World Cup. You've seen so many parts of American soccer. What is it that you think is missing? What is something that you think needs to be fixed? The big election is coming up soon. There's so many ideas going back and forth from someone from yourself who've seen it at so many different levels and has seen it in other countries and has seen it succeed and fail in other countries. What do you think needs to change in American soccer? That's a, that's a massive question um, in, in every shape, way, and form. You know, guys, I, I, I will say this without seeing what 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 can be fixed and what needs to be fixed. What needs to be remembered here is we're still in the infancy of this sport. Now, uh, I know a lot of people will say, "Well, that's a, that's a that's an easy way out to say it," but it it, it truly is. The 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 projectile of, of soccer in this country has been like a bottle rocket. It's been amazing from the first days that I came in the 70s in the NESL when Pelé started the revolution, and and then it had its it had its demise. Then it went into indoor soccer. Then the World Cup came, and we didn't even have a league. And then MLS came, and it's just been a continual upward uh, escalator for this game in this country. You going to have your hiccups. I love the fact that a lot of the um, the fans and American fans were absolutely in disbelief that they didn't make the World Cup like the, the sky's falling. You know, what's wrong with the cosmos? You know, the, is there a God? How can, this, how can this be? Well, it be, and that's the game. So just get used to it, grow a pair, and why 
the fact that you're not as good as you think. Um, you look at England, have sometimes not qualified for a World Cup. Italy, the, the Netherlands, these are, you know, unbelievable soccer, indoctrinated with the soul of the game. And it's not a rite of passage. You have to work at it. Now, they, obviously, this didn't work out in this last passage under Jurgen Klinsmann, who tried to do a lot of good things. Then they tried to pull it out of the fire with Bruce, who's a great pair of hands and has always been able to produce the goods. And, and, and it didn't work out. They, you know, it was a perfect storm that happened that beat the United States of America. And the world was absolutely shocked, stunned, flabbergasted, and in total disbelief. But it's football. It happens. And there's no... Sometimes, guys, you know, you're asking me questions, and you can ask Antonio Conte questions about why Chelsea just got beat off Watford. You can look at Real Madrid, Zidane, the world champion, the, 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 the two years running, Champions League winners, La Liga winners, the greatest team of, 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 the, of the, this recent era is Real Madrid. And they're struggling now to even qualify past the the Champions League next round. They're out of the La Liga, they're out of the the King's Cup. My point is that even when something is as perfect as what Real Madrid were looking in the space of a few months, it can dissolve like an Alka-Seltzer in a glass of Newcastle Brown Ale, and nobody (laughs) knows why. Everybody can speculate about it, but nobody will ever find the answers to our game. Now, again, it's it's skirting around. You've got better people than me to know what, 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 what is maybe at the root of why the United States needs to be enhanced again, needs to be improved, needs to be reshaped. Maybe it does, but it's not going to be done in one fell swoop, and it ain't going to be done for all time. There's problems, but they're not unsolvable. They're not anything greater because the entity that is the game in this country is in very, very good hands. It's in great shape, and it will continue to be that way. But just don't look for all the answers all the time because you know what? It ain't that easy. It's just not. And uh, I, I think the United States will be fine. They'll, this, this, this was a terrible setback, but they'll move on. The people involved at the college level, at the club level, at the grassroots level, at the international level, in Major League Soccer, at U.S. Soccer in Chicago, the lads in New York, Don Gover, all doing an amazing job. So just... Calm down. We'll be fine. <laughs> you know, why didn't you run for USSF president? I would have voted for you. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I do love just just even that that impassioned speech uh, uh, about the American game. I do enjoy the fact that, you know, watching watching BN Sports, watching y- your coverage of, uh, of games – it, it you for a lot of people i feel like you are the voice of soccer to to a lot of people who who are huge fans of la liga i know personally from time to time i know i'll just put on a a a, a messy i look up uh, ray hudson messi on youtube and just watch a compilation video <laughs> of your calls to to improve my day cuz that that kind of passion to, towards the game is something that we don't really see 
uh, too often from uh, from American uh, soccer media. So what 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 do you feel is like almost y your responsibility to to grow the game? I I, I know you're kind of uh, an artist with your speech. Uh, and, and how do you feel that is uh, you know helpful in drawing people towards uh, towards football? Yeah, you know, it's not something that's all, altogether a conscious factor within me, guys. It, it really has never been. I just do what I do. It's in me, so it's going to come out. It was the same thing as I was a player when I was pushed in front of cameras as a footballer with the with the with the Fort Lauderdale Strikers for many many years in one of the greatest leagues that the world has ever seen, one of the greatest moments in U.S. soccer history. It was wonderful time to be a young, red-blooded male, English male with an accent on Fort Lauderdale Beach. Let me tell you that. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, um, they, were the, they were halcyon days. I was in paradise. I was a professional footballer. I was driving a Lancia Scorpion, a big fancy Italian sports car. Uh, the, 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 the games were fantastic. I was playing against Pelle, Beckenbauer, Cruyff, who were playing with Good Muller, George Best. Uh, Teofil Kubias, on and on and on. Uh, there were great times to be alive. Uh, and uh, all of that just came out of me. Since then, you know, the progress of the game in my association with it has just been a beautiful, fortunate passage. I've been so blessed to be in this area where there's been such a great hold of the game in so many ways, and especially in the broadcasting uh, empires. Um, and uh, it, the transition from both a player and then into um, uh, television commentary and coaching, uh, the way, you know, it was a, a strange path. But, um, you know, calling the games now, again, I've been so damn lucky to be able to have that um, that that connection with these players and I live myself vicariously through this now that that I'm able to express this emotion that isn't a shtick, that isn't a, a concocted you know, rehearsal that it's pure emotion just the way you guys watch and the way you guys sit in your, in your boss loungers and watch Real Madrid and Juventus and these magical teams performing and Neymar and, and, and all the great stars that we have on big in sports. Uh, again, how fortunate am I? It's, it's astonishingly good luck. And, and I'm, I'm, I feel privileged, but I also do feel a little bit, it's growing into, a, I wouldn't say an obligation, but I feel as if there's something there that the people are waiting. And I think, you know, with social media now, the way that has been able to be a window into and out of people's professional life and personal life, that you think, you know what, there are people out there, me and Phil are in that little tiny shoebox of a, of, a, <laughs> of a broadcast booth so many of the times. But, you know, it's easy to, to, to lose track of the fact that you're just speaking to one another and you're just looking at the screen. But I, I think this advent of social media, in all honesty, has brought it that part of it so much to the fore that, you know, that great, that great THX advert when you go to the movies, uh, we are listening. Uh, that, that part of it, see, 
seems to come through in my own consciences uh, as I get older. It actually more and more than what it used to be. And, and I love it. I love it because um, I know everybody, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I totally accept that. Uh, and nobody uh, will ever be 100% with everybody. It's, it's impossible. But it, it, as long as you, you, you're being able to connect with the people, uh, and be able to, to, to translate that emotion from your eyes through the verbals and, and connect it emotionally to the match, to the game, to the drama of the game, and to the brilliant skill levels that we see, and convert that into, into uh, uh, not just an analysis, but to a reaction. Because it's bloody marvellous. I mean, we can go to the movies and watch Spielberg great movies, and we can go to the the, 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 the opera house or the or the performing arts centres and see things. But it's always been a rehearsed situation, not in our game. This is live. This is people walking across a tight wire and having to get up that on that high wire and act and perform and. When we see it, and it's damn good, there's no bigger turn on in the world. Well, there is a bigger turn on, but that's a different question. But, but it is a good point because I, I, I agree with you that, with, especially with social media, it's almost becoming the point that the call for the goal it needs to be as good as the goal. Yeah, you know, because I, sometimes I watch, I, I watch um, FIFA will put up highlights for for like international matches, but they won't ever put up uh, the, the the announcer. Uh, right, they'll just show the goal, and then it, and it feels this. It's this empty feeling where yeah. it, it really feels like yeah. something's this, truly this, missing. I know this, this. There was one uh, the other day that I heard, and I actually felt really sad uh, because everybody's got their own way of of, of 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 reacting, of course. But this one gentleman, it was as if he was uh, as if he had just seen, um, I, you know, like a, a catatonic waking up uh, or something like. That. It was just such a, a deadpan reaction to an absolutely ingenious piece of football and skill but that's their manner that's the, that's the way they projected some 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 guys i think by and large the commentary now is uh, is much more um uh, frothy and much more sparkly than it used to be on on all of the networks and and i think all of the guys do do a fantastic job uh, but they do it in their own way and there's nothing wrong with that um you know like i say i know there's people that don't like some of the things that I see and how I see it, and that's okay as well. But um, the, the, I, I kind of change it. I mean, the, the people that I've always worked for, going back to the Lexi Lawless days when Lexi brought us out to San Jose, Lexi Lawless of all people, and Lexi says, Ray, listen, I love you. I love the way you call. I don't want you to change the damn thing. This is your show. And Lexi, Lexi was, you know, everybody knows Lexi. He's very, very calm and assured and very, very sober in, in most of his opinions and everything. And he's great. But he's, he's got a big football and soul, and he knows what it takes. 
And the day that he said that, I wanted to get him by the beard and pull him into my mouth and give him a big French kiss. Because <laughs> what he said to us that day will never, ever leave. And you know that people, Kevin Payne at DC United was another one that says, uh, listen, you know, because really they hadn't heard anything on that level and they hadn't been able to get what well, they had, but in other parts of the world. And so that part of it, those sorts of compliments from those people in standing um, always, uh, always stuck with me. And, uh, and it's been a, it's been a blast all the way along, you know. Well, Ray, I mean, I know you got you have to run, and it's been amazing that you've been spending time with us. If I had one last question, it's a yes or no question. I know it's been a while since you played, but if they ask you to come in for just one thing, just a penalty kick in the last second of at La Bombonera for the Super Classico, and you're wearing the Boca Juniors kit, do you think you can do it? do it but I would probably be in an uh, oxygen tent straight away after the game um, <laughs> because that, that, that would uh, that would probably put us out over the top especially at the Bombonera I'd, I'd be ending up hanging on the microphone outside of the Bombonera just dangling from it still going crazy uh, but that's the madness of football guys it's the wonderful volatility that we live in uh, for those 90 minutes and for me it'll always be like eating a 90 minute Twinkie it's absolutely <laughs> the greatest <laughs> thank you so much Ray Hudson thank you guys it's been Ray, a pleasure thank you Ray thank you so much take care alright guys that's it for us thank you so much for listening this has been I mean I'll never forget this this moment. was incredible thank you so yeah. much <laughs> speak uh, to Ray Hudson everybody. oh man what hell of a show so don't forget uh, subscribe like Five stars, help us out, and uh, go buy yourself some Mike's Hot Honey. All right, guys? Yeah. My name is Alexis Guerreros. My name is Christian Polanco. Together, what are we? The, the Cooligans!